Young Awkward Anne Hathaway discovers that she is the heir to the throne of a fictional country and must transform ugly duckling style into a real princess. Welcome to the Walt Vault with Michelle, Andre, Louise, and me, Emily. We're a family-friendly podcast where we pick a new Disney movie each week. We watch it, share our thoughts, and then relate it to pop culture, fandoms, and anything else that pops into our heads. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the Walt Vault, episode one, one, one. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> one, one, one. Also, FYI, on the last episode, you said it was 109, but it was 110. Correct. I made a mistake. The first mistake you've ever made in announcing uh-huh. the numbers of the episode, oh, okay, y'all. Yes. yes. Isn't that awesome? First very specific mistake. If I made it through 111, <laughs> 9, 10 episodes without saying the wrong number. 11, 9, 10 episodes. 11, 9, 10. <laughs> what number were you? 11, 9, 10. We are on episode 111 of the Walt Ball. We've been doing this for I like, quite I like some Louise's time. Dance right now. Uh, this week, we are talking about the 2001 Disney live action film, The Princess Diaries. Ooh, ah. The Diaries of the Princess. The Diaries of the Princess. Uh, directed by Gary Marshall. It stars uh, Anne Hathaway. And? And Julie Andrews. The real queen. As well as some others. And it was produced by Whitney Houston, which is interesting. It was? Yeah. She was on the, 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 the DVD uh, documentary. That's really weird. It was, it was odd. But yeah, Princess Diaries. Um, Did you watch the documentary? Uh-huh. Oh, was I asleep? I mean, I think you were sitting right over there in that chair, and you just, once the movie is over, Michelle just gets locked into her phone and doesn't acknowledge anything that else is happening on the screen. Sounds about right. You know? Well, I'm also Sounds locked about in. right when we're recording, too. I'm, I'm also right. locked into a book right now, so. Don't tell me you're still on The Hobbit. No, no, I finished The Hobbit, and we finished, we finished uh, watching those movies. Uh, hey, hand me my book right there. This is, this is the book I'm reading. One of our listeners who left a YouTube comment suggested it. It's the novel well, by... speaking who? of books... It's quite guys, good. You guys just keep doing you on Bring a Book. What's the, who's the author? Um, this is the Summoner series. I'm on the first book called Novice, and the author is Taryn Matharu. I don't know if that's a boy or a girl. Taryn Matharu. Taryn could be a female or male name, honestly. Anyway, let us know if you want us to start uh, the Walt Vault Book Club. <laughs> oh, Walt Vault Book Club. I need to read that one Luis let me borrow, but it, once I started reading it, I was kind of intimidated by it. What book was that? John Carter? Ah, John yeah, Carter. John Carter. Carter. Ah, that one's, that one's, hey, that one's a simple, it's, it's, you, trust me, if I can get it, you'll have it. That, that one you got right there is a lot more complicated. <laughs> and this Looks is a Disney like movie. Oh, uh, Emily, what are you reading? Emily, what you got? I'm not reading. Oh. I was, actually, <laughs> you want to get a book? <laughs> I'm reading other things, but um, to, this week I was going through um, some of my closets. Honestly, I was cleaning, and I found a Princess Diaries book from my past. Oh, ho! Very interesting. Interesting. And so it's really funny because I remember having these and having all three and each of them has like an inscription from the lady who gave them to me. It was one of my mom's friends and she always gave me a book every year. So I found her name was Marilyn. I don't think you've met her. Anywho, Um, I bought, I I didn't buy, I found all of my, no, that's Carly. Anywho, I found a whole, um, the whole set of the Sisterhood of the Traveling PFs, all four of them. And then I found this one, and this is number three in the series. Oh. So, Were these written before or after the movie? Before. These, before. These before. Are, based on the are based on the movie, I think, no? Yes. Uh, okay. Meg- the, no, so the no, movie's the based, based on, on the books. books. Yeah, movie's yeah, based yeah. on the books, right. Megan yeah, Cabot. Well. Megan Cabot. 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 She wrote uh, The Princess Diaries and Avalon High. <laughs> Luis is laughing because, look, listeners, Look. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, bring your computer to shame me. I will shame you. you He's go. Pokemoning on two phones and iPad? Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. Yeah, and then I got the uh, Switch in the background. And That's he's nor- hardcore so training at the moment. Normal Luis stuff. He's yeah. multitasking. He's podcasting as well. All right, this movie. 
uh, Princess Diaries. What is our first impressions? Oh, that is my job. Okay, everybody. Princess <laughs> Diaries, let's do our first impressions. <laughs> Luis, what is your first impression of the Princess Diaries? Had you seen this before? No, uh, and I never really was interested in seeing it, but, but I love this movie. It was pretty, it was, it was pretty right. cool. Nice. For once, you picked a good movie, Michelle. <laughs> well, what you say? For once, you picked a good movie. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I'm pretty proud of that. Uh, Andre, first impression. Um, I, you know, I'd seen this movie as a, as a youngster back in, back in 01. Uh, back in pre-9-11 times, and uh, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot back then, and I, I like it a lot today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same year. Um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I really like Anne Hathaway in this movie. She's, she's a very funny, very physically funny actress, and yeah. uh, it's always cool to see Julie Andrews in something as well. And then all the background characters were, were fun, too. I liked uh, Mandy Moore and, and uh, Brink Kid. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, was it the blonde kid? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Eric Von Denton. He used to be in all those early 2000s crap, and so was Mandy Moore. They always I had were. to look him up because I knew I knew him from somewhere. So mm -hmm. I looked him up, and then I was like, oh, he was in Breek. He was in. Um, he was in. Now I can't even remember, but I was looking at it, and there was like at least six Disney movies. And you were. Yeah. For yeah. sure. It was like him and Chad Michael Murray. They were like the blondes ruling all these early 2000s movies. But Chad Michael Murray was cuter. There's, so. there's a fair amount of, yeah. uh, of recognizable 90s actors oh, <laughs> all sure. over this for movie. Sure. I all right. Vice let's, let's go with Emily. Uh, first impression. Um, You've never seen this either, I correct? I've never seen this movie. Oh. And I was not excited. And <laughs> I very much enjoyed it. It was very, very cute. I liked Anne Hathaway so much in this. She was very, very, very good. Um, and then obviously Julie Andrews is my number one starlet love yeah. of mm -hmm. all time. So anything she's in is fantastic. But I will say, Luis and I liked this movie so much that today we watched the Princess Diaries 2. Ah. You did? With, what's his face With in it? Chris Pine. Chris Pine that face man so <laughs> we watched the second one and that's important because i liked the second one too mm -hmm. but i liked anne hathaway like her character was like the least interesting in that movie i liked all yeah. the other people better so this movie it, it really does make like the difference in like the importance is really on her and she really does such a good job capturing your care for the character so mm -hmm. i really for sure and honestly, this movie kind of made her, like, career oh, from this point on. Like, th this is where Anne Hathaway started. I, I personally, I like, I like Anne Hathaway in this movie a lot. So my first impression is probably a little different. Um, it's, it's very interesting having a younger sister who is three years younger than you because all of these movies that we're watching for this, I liked these movies, but my younger sister loved them to the point where they were always playing in the background of the house. Right. So it's like same on. with like Hannah Montana. I didn't watch it, but I did watch it because it was always on TV with yeah. my sister watching it. So that's how Princess Diaries was for me. I literally what watching this movie was like nothing had changed. Like I had seen it so many times and it still held up. It's still really good. And Anne Hathaway is hilarious in this movie. Julie Andrews is just a queen at anything she does. It doesn't matter what she's in. Um, but this movie is just it's very fun. It has a fun concept. And I think it's like one of those movies you can uh, just put on for fun. Like it, yeah. it's nothing too serious or anything like that. It, it, it still holds up from 2001 to now, almost yeah. 19 years later. Mm -hmm. So I still really liked it. Uh, the only thing that doesn't necessarily hold up is the, uh, the hairdos. Well, I was going to say <laughs> the soundtrack is just so uh, uh, deeply rooted Luis, in the late 90s. Luis was like, if I hear one more like, 90s song, I was going to lose it. It's like <laughs> Mandy Moore songs. Oh, my God. Yeah, she was all over the soundtrack. Um, but but it I is was a dream come to life. I don't need something to help me. Miracles happen once in a while. You gotta sing it like that too. <laughs> if you believe. I'm Poor Luis. Girl. Anyway, what were you saying? <laughs> the Supergirl song. Emily? Yeah. Oh yeah, this I'm Supergirl. And I am the world. I ain't gonna know who's gonna save me. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get real nasally when you're in the 
2000 soundtrack. Yeah, when you're back in the day. Well, if we're if we're ignoring the music, yeah, that that didn't hold up. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> that's Not true. even catch a fallen star and put it in your pocket. Oh God! <laughs> Stop choir songs. Okay, for <laughs> sure. So this movie is really interesting because. Not so okay. It's very, uh, what's the word? It's predictable, like yeah. major plot wise. But I was expecting a lot more. Like I was expecting um, Julie Andrews' character to be a lot more hard nosed and kind yeah. of like meaner. Um, and the fact that she wasn't, I was really happy about. So overall, Anne Hathaway's character, her name is Mia. She is super, super, super nerdy quirky quirky awkward painfully awkward yes um she has a best friend who is equally painfully awkward she just is more confident in herself Mm -hmm. right she's kind of annoying to me her friend honestly i I couldn't stand her upon this viewing i was like shut up lily like (laughs) Um, negative nancy but the two of them together make a pretty good pair because one is more confident than the other and one is, like, nicer than the other. So they kind of, like, evil, evil each other out. But uh, I definitely said evil each other out. Evil each other out. So very, very, very early on, you see a limo following Mia all over and you find out that she is a princess by descent. Of Genovia. Yeah, of of Genovia. Genovia. Because her father is, was... A prince. Prince. The king. You know, he was a prince. he was a prince. He was going to become the king, but he passed away. Right. Because his mother, Julie Andrews, is the queen. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. She had one son. Mm -hmm. He had one child. Right. Mm-hmm. And she... She married in. He's not the prince. No. He was the prince of Genovia because he was the son of the queen. King was... was Yes, but King had long been dead. Right, so that doesn't just make him then king. Right. No, she, said, she makes a comment that she was priming her son to be king for years, and it was very unfortunate that he passed when she was ready to give on the crown. Think of, think of the UK. Like they got they got one big queen and she got a whole bunch of boys. She got a bunch of kids and they're all princes. None of them have risen yeah, to become the king. None of them are a king. You know, because she's still around. So I think it's a very similar thing in, in Genova. Well, are, are you sure? Because that doesn't make any sense. It makes perfect no, sense. No, it doesn't. Because you're into the royal bloodline, you have no power. It's whoever has the bloodline. So therefore, the son should have been king. Now, yeah, but he died. Movie, that's a whole nother thing. But but also, but I mean, she's still the queen. I mean, she's still hanging out, and, and it can well, be. Well, she's a, a the queen, ma- but she really doesn't have any titles, and therefore, all the power and everything should be. She's a queen mother per se. Nah, dude, she's she had all the power. The, the head of the state. Yeah, but at least in be. this in this movie, that it was that it was way. her that, that had the power, like a ruling. Uh, maybe he was king when he was alive, Reginald or whatever his name was. But they ruled that she then would be when he died when then he she died. was the yeah. next enthroned until little and hathaway yes that is right yes yes probably yes yes it's a fake country it's all good <laughs> it's a fake royal lineage the point is she's the only one left in the bloodline to take the throne so therefore she's 16 in this movie mm-hmm. 16 finding out she's a princess of genovia and that her father, who basically she's only known through getting a birthday present every year, is a prince. And her mother kept that a secret from her. Problem number one, you don't keep secrets from your children. <laughs> her mother is like a starving artist. Um, they live in a, a renovated firehouse in, in the middle of San Francisco. And uh, Oh, that house is cool. It's yeah, dope. it's really cool. She slides down a, a, a fire pole every morning to, to hop on the bus or whatever. It's super cool because, I mean, I know the listeners know we live in California, but when you, when they use real footage from San Francisco and not like the fake like studio look of San Francisco, it's really cool. And this, this movie did use like real, real stuff. Like the beach that they were at is a real beach we've been to. And right. like 
their house. I mean, I'm not saying that firehouse is a renovated into a house, but like when they're panning across and you go into the urban areas, like <laughs> yeah, even when they're on their scooters, scoot scooting on those hills, I'm like, uh huh, I know those hills, scoot, scoot. especially when she's in her car talking about how terrifying it is to drive there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Not my no I joke. hate driving in San Francisco. Your parking brake should be working when you're driving on the hills yeah. of San Francisco. Mm, terrible, terrible. I don't mind driving in San Francisco. Uh, I can do it. I, I do mind it, though. Um, <laughs> so, I'm usually an Uber driver there, y'all. Yeah, she's exactly. basically a normal teenager. She's the nerdy girl at school with a nerdy best friend, has a crush on the hot uh, Mr. Brink himself. Jock, jock dude Eric of the school. Fountain. The cheerleaders are really mean to her. And it's like a group of three girls. They're like a clique. You know, it's a normal quote unquote movie high school situation. Mandy Moore and her gang of goblins. And then she finds out. Mandy, Candy, and Dandy. <laughs> the best part is that she's into like weird stuff like yoga and rock climbing. So they're at the rock climbing gym. Weird, weird stuff. stuff. <laughs> I mean, I thought the only thing that made her cool was that she rock climbed. I was like, okay, you have one redeeming quality. It weird in a sense that most kids in high school probably aren't doing that. You know I, I, mean? I think it's really cool that she's restoring this, this 65 Mustang, you know? Yeah. And that's, she's, that's her dream She's car. definitely unique. Right. So she um, has a fear of public speaking, just mm -hmm. like all these things. She, she's a normal quirky girl. Um, her mom, they're at the rock climbing gym and is like, your grandma, um, is in town, you know, and then, which is weird because she lives in another country and she's never met her grandma before, but she apparently wants to meet her. Sure. I guess I'll go meet grandma, even grandma's house. Like I know she's from another country and I know we already know she's a queen, but like driving up to her house in San Francisco, I'm like, that was like a $16 million house at least. So I think like, I know how much the freaking awesome. market is in Frisco. <laughs> I think, I think this is a, uh, like a Genovian embassy or something like it's that. It's a consulate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A consulate. Okay. Yes, either yes, yes. way. Like so it's not necessarily her, her house. That's why they got, uh, I mean, it's like her. her house <laughs> yeah it's, it's her abode but uh but that's also why people are yelling over an intercom in many languages get off the grass get off the grass <laughs> uh that's that's fun um so she goes there she meets she meets julie andrews for the first time queen clarice queen clarice yeah i just called her grandma in my notes a bunch of times um and uh and she she tells her about her lineage huh what'd you say I said, try not to call her by her real name because Luis gets really weird with Hannibal Lecter type things every time they say that. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, I'll call her grandma. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so she tells, her, she tells her that not only is she a princess of Genovia, but also that if she declines to accept her role as the princess, that Genovia will basically cease to exist under its current lineage and that it'll cross over to these barons of some nearby country that they're they're just they gonna be able to made it, it sound like it would like fall apart like she yeah I like the whole government is just going down the toilet if like she's the end of the lineage which seems very like old school to me and i even made the comment to andre i was like People don't even rule like this anymore. Like, this is crazy. What they kind of do, I guess, in some countries. There are definitely still active monarchies yes, in, they in do. the world. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes, an active well, monarchy. Monarchs, but, but they don't really have power nowadays. Exactly. Like, right. isn't the queen, like, doesn't the, like, um, whatever. It's more of a figurehead than power. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Uh, she's on the money, though. So, you know. I mean, I'd be a queen. <laughs> oh, I would do I'd it. If freaking if freaking Julie Andrews came into my house and was like, "You're a princess," I'd be like, "Nice." <laughs> like, thank you. I knew it. Well, if Julie Andrews came into your life and said you're a princess, you got to question her credibility because she is an actress and not a real royal. <laughs> I don't care. Whatever. But if Queen it's, Clarice it's Julie up. freaking Andrews. <laughs> also. I'm realizing this movie came out like 19 years ago, and I think Julie Andrew was in her early 60s here, but she looks so good still. I'm just like, that women, womp woman. That women. All about women. She's a gem. So, yeah, so she tells, she tells Mia all, all this stuff about herself, and Mia, you know, reasonably freaks out. She's like, I'm shut, a shut up. up. <laughs> oh my god, I'm not a that. Such an early 2000s thing to say, um, right? She kind of flips out and leaves, and uh, Grandma Andrews, she sends uh, her muscle 
uh, guy, head of security, uh, Joseph. Uh, I love. Well, I follow. I think the funniest thing she says there, and you wrote it in in your notes, she's like, "How can I be a princess? I'm still wa- waiting for normal body parts to arrive." <laughs> 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 like she's so naive too. It's just so funny. Yeah. Oh, the guard, her her head of security. Yeah, Joseph. Oh, he's the best character. He's Joel. awesome. My favorite character in this movie. Uh, yeah, me too. When he shows up, he he picks up Mia for for school in the limo, and uh. Mia's friends are there, Lily, and she goes like, <laughs> she tells she tells Joseph like, did you know you look exactly like Shaft? <laughs> and he goes, yes, yes, I did. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't look like Shaft. I don't know if y'all know what Shaft looks like, but he's uh, he was played by Samuel L. Jackson in the nineties. The classic Shaft. The classic Shaft also was not a Joseph looking dude. <laughs> Shaft has always been black. I, I don't know who Shaft is. I. I mean, let's let's yeah, let's share the screen. Let's go to Shaft. I don't know who Shaft is, <laughs> but the security guard Joe, he is the best. Straight up, the queen is like, you need to go to like Hector watch her. Elizondo. he's my new BFF. Like, yes, Hector Elizondo. Yes, wow, he looks the same right there too. He still looks good. Yeah, look at that. Um, the freaking the queen is like, you need to to be her security guard and her babysitter and all this stuff. And he's like, well, okay, guess I'll do that too. Wait, this what is- the heck? Definitely not Samuel L. Jackson. This is a chef, okay? <laughs> uh, well, because he's bald and wears a jacket. Yes, because he's bald and wears a leather jacket and a, and a black turtleneck. And the glasses, maybe? And the glasses and... Uh, okay, so he actually does kind of look like him. He's just... Right, exactly. So All right. That, that is why it was a very, maybe the aesthetic, very funny joke. The, the aesthetic <laughs> of, this, like, what his movie. clothes and stuff. All right. Yes. I, I can All right, fine. Hector Elizondo, just like Shaft. Um... Yeah, so so um, Mia has been sworn to secrecy about about all of this. Um, uh, Grandma Andrews, she doesn't want the press to be Grandma aware. Andrews, <laughs> the press to be aware that that uh, the princess is being recruited and she lives in San Francisco or whatever. Especially because she hasn't decided to do it yet. Right. Exactly. So so Mia decides to not tell her best friends. She just has a, a limo roll up every day and is like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, you don't think her friends would have been crazy. like. And with the limo with Genovian flags on it as well. Yeah, figure it out. Um, just picking me up. Yeah, <laughs> I just got special treatment now. Um, so she she argues with her her mom and uh, Grandma Andrews uh, to be like, "Mom, you lied to me, and Grandma, I never even met you before. You're asking too much of me." Well, and also her dad hasn't been dead that long, right? Her dad has been dead for two months. Yeah. Yes. So not that she is close to him, but it's still just like probably a lot is happening, and she's like, "What in the world?" Yeah, it's, it's a lot. But eventually, she finally agrees to start taking like these royal poise classes. How to how to best be a princess parts of the movie. for dummies. <laughs> Those are the best parts of the movie. Um, with with uh grandma grandma julie and um uh and, and as part of that process then after she will she will decide if she's going to take up the role of princess or not um, and it's just the so she's going through these lessons and it's just all like the most ridiculous stuff don't they tie her like to a chair they tie her to a chair with a scarf. So There's no she, way. She, she Honestly, it's chair. not even that ridiculous. It's just that she's ridiculous. So it becomes right. ridiculous. Like, they mm. want her to sit up straight. They want her to, like, have good posture. They she want her to not be a teenage girl, right? Yeah. They want I, her to <laughs> yeah. correctly not sound stupid. And she's just silly. And yeah. so it's just shenanigan after shenanigan. Mm-hmm. She's wearing her big oh, old cloth boots. Shenanigan. Shenanigan. Yeah, she always has her uh, Doc Martens on. Real, real clanky boots. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, she learns to dance. She learns how to walk and to, to talk. and to, The to walking wave. is funny. <laughs> the queen's like, you don't oh, love like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I walk. Let's be real. The shlumpities. Um, and eventually, they send in Paolo, who is said to be her, um, her, uh, her makeover guy. And this dude, he's like a character actor in, in everything. He plays a bad guy a lot, but he's freaking hilarious. Um, I don't remember what his name is. He makes beautiful. She makes him sign like non-disclosures. I was like, good idea, queen. Make him sign those non-disclosures. Right, yes, except his, his staff doesn't end up. make a difference, y'all. Yeah, 
his staff doesn't end up uh, signing the non-disclosure, which comes into play later. Um, as he's trying to make her over, he breaks his brush in her hair because she's got straight up Hermione hair, and it's impossible. Hermione to, hair for sure. <laughs> through. Well, and then like even as he's like tweezing her eyebrows and stuff, like you can tell, like her eyebrows are super filled in, like with pencil. They like they make her look ridiculous, really. Uh, for sure. I mean, yeah. Um, but but the 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 makeover happens and eventually they they take away the two pieces of paper showing uh young awkward you. young awkward Anne Hathaway and then it reveals a beautiful Anne Hathaway. Voila, tada! If only it were that easy, right? Um, I need a Paolo in my life. Like. Yeah, that's so what I said too. I said I'd be so happy to be a princess. Y'all gonna do my hair and makeup every day? All right then. Yeah. Well, they, they like straighten her out, like. Right, they gave her a perm, and uh, you know, a, a, a deep perm. Some contact, yeah, they didn't contact give her a perm. <laughs> yeah, um, perm. Uh, so she, um, she eventually goes back to school, and uh, at school she has to put a hat on because otherwise, all of the. Well, Lily is so mean here. She tells her like that she looks absolutely ridiculous. It's like really mean. I felt bad for her. Yeah. Right. Like she, Lily loses her mind over over She's Mia getting her hair done. She makes her feel bad. Right. Wow. She makes her feel like really terrible about it. She's like, "You're one of these stuck-up girls who's so fake all the time, and you can't do anything right. And I hate you now." <laughs> and and Mia's just like, "Goodness gracious, can you get off my back for a second? I'm 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 being pulled in all every direction." And then we didn't really talk about this, but Lily's brother like definitely has a hardcore crush on Mia. Michael. Yeah, Michael, is that his name? I don't know. He's barely in the movie. But he is, like, really into it. And I'm like, say something. Tell her she looks pretty. <laughs> I, I believe he does. Yeah. All right, maybe he doesn't tell her she looks pretty, but he's like, whoa. You know, he's blown yeah. away. At the very least. Um, so she puts her hat on, and she tries to get away with wearing the hat. In, in that class. hat is so bad. And then Mandy Moore's uh, uh, nosy butt, she butts in. She's like, um, I think it's against school rules for her to be wearing a hat. And so the teacher makes her take the hat off, and she reveals also, beautiful uh, hair. Also, that teacher is dating her mom. Like, it oh, is yeah. all, there's a lot going on. That's right. That's yeah, right. she honestly is handling it much better than most teenagers would. Most teenagers would be losing their damn minds with yeah, all that stuff. Exactly. For sure. It's a lot, because... Cause she can't even she can't even look good in this school without without getting ragged on. Like once she reveals her hair, everybody's like, "Oh my god, Mia, you finally tamed your mane!" and all this other nonsense. And it's like, can y'all leave her alone? She looks better than every single one of you. Like, what what is your problem? Yeah, you got the truth. <laughs> um, she's a cute girl. Like she's right. like very pretty. So it's it's just silly. Yes, exactly. I hate teenagers. I hated being a teenager. I knew I hated teenagers when I was one. It just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Being a teenager sucks, man. This I never just, wanna This just reminded me of all the things I hate. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then Michael, he's being so sweet. I think he like kinda asks her out on a date after this and I don't think Mia realizes it's a date and is like, Yeah, sure, I'll go. It's fine. Um, but apparently Paolo and his little posse let it leak to the press that she's a princess because he needed his work to be seen or whatever um realized yeah it was it's kind of a lot so the press is, shows up at the school as she's walking in and um you know they they make it a field day they they got paparazzi all up in her face and mandy moore's out there spouting lies she's like oh my god mia's like my best friend. oh i was uh, i really wanted together. to punch her <laughs> we do everything together i love her <laughs> She's, it's so good because she's so bad. Right. Like, exactly. You love to hate her. It, oh, she's just the worst. There's nothing redeemable. Why don't you take a walk to remember on out of here, Mandy Moore? Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dip out. All right? Doesn't she die? In this that is way? us, and you can get out of here. <laughs> Whoa, that escalated real quick. I'm, I'm very happy for Mandy Moore and her continued success real in quick. entertainment. Uh, but I will no. say, she's the best Rapunzel ever, okay? That's so right. uh, she moved on. <laughs> what so, a tangled web we weave, It's just a lot. More. So then they're already setting up issues with this, too. So she 
honestly at this point kind of doesn't really want to do the princess thing because it's like all too much for her but then lily is like will you go on my my show now that the princess thing is out and she's like sure so now she has a date with michael and a show on the same day which i don't even think she realizes we forgot to say that that mandy moore's character was dating the guy that she was super like head over heels for oh, yeah mr brink ended up breaking up and so that becomes really relevant right here because she keeps daydreaming of them like making out all over right. the place. It's so like, funny. A lot of make out daydreams. Right. In the library and the cafeteria. <laughs> In the next to the lockers. Right. So she's having all these daydreams and then he actually wants to talk to her once he finds out that she's a princess. And of he course. The, I think the funniest thing that happens in this movie is that it's, it was a recurring theme that people would like sit on her or like walk into her and literally just not see her. She like, was invisible. She literally was invisible. And now Gosh. he's like, oh, Mia, like there's this beach party and like I want to go together and like I think that we should like hang out and like we can go and she's like, okay, yes. It's so stupid. It's and this so is stupid. after she has accepted the 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 date with, with Michael. I it's- don't know about Michael or Kelsey or whatever her name is. Lily. Lily. <laughs> it's fine. She has bigger things on her plate after this because now she has to go to some dinner. Right? Well, we have to go we have to go to the date, right? No, the dinner is before the beach date. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um yes. Yeah, so she goes to like a practice dinner. It's like a Genovian dinner with all of the people who visit the consulate. So yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> when she sets things on fire yes yes, yes that one <laughs> so oh it was so bad i told I, I told andre i was like if i was a princess i would tap out right now i was like, like that would be me though like i would do those types of things like right. she freaking caught a dude's jacket on fire like two oh, wow. seconds in you know there's a little sign it's made of paper she picks it up to read it and then there happens to be an open flame right here so the flame gets actually on the that's paper, probably something i would do and the paper hits Oh boys, uh, jackets. How sleeves. many times have you dropped something and spilled or broken something in my house, Michelle? Oh, a lot. I would like probably do thought. that. Yeah. So I can imagine when this there's shit. no pressure on her. Yes. <laughs> that would happen. <laughs> well, then she like dunks his arm in ice water. So like strike one. The queen's already like, oh gosh, here we go. It's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's really funny because they they introduce her to they. I don't know who they are, but they are like on the government in Genovia, like the the really big guy and his wife. Oh the yeah. Prime Minister. And his the wife Prime Minister. Home. They are so funny. So there's like a course, and she like eats this thing, which is supposed to be a palate cleanser, in between meals. Wasabi, wasn't it? No, it no, wasn't wasabi. Was it, was, it was some kind of like, it was like, like ice, cream. ice cream or something like that. Oh, I thought it was like wasabi because of the face she made. No, because no. that was because it was too cold. Oh. Yeah, they were just getting brain freezes. So she like takes a, everybody else is taking like little tiny bites. And of course she's scooping it like it's freaking giant thing of ice cream. I would do the same thing. It <laughs> looks, del- looks delicious. Yeah. She's freaking, it's so cold. So she's like, oh, cold, cold, freaking out. And then the other two people are like, should we do that too? Let's so, copy her. Oh, no, let's, embarrassed. let's copy her so she doesn't okay. feel embarrassed. Whoa, 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 whoa. I love the prime minister. He's so, <laughs> he's funny. so funny. You can tell he cares. Like he's, he's about yeah. it. He wants her to be queen. Yeah, it's which, interesting. Yeah. A bunch of the people at this consulate, like, they, there's a bunch of varied interests here. So the Baron and Baroness from the other small country that are poised to take yeah. over. Very similar. Yeah. They, they look like um, bad guys from, like, a Tim Burton movie. Like, they look like big toes. No, they don't look similar. She, yeah, like, he's bulbous and she's, like, pointy. Yes. <laughs> they look like living cartoons. Um, so they're over there, like, conniving and scheming and stuff like that. But then there's a couple other people. There's the, the prime minister and his wife. and Whoever the Asian dude is. Yeah, there's the Asian dude, and he doesn't care about anything there. <laughs> when the, when the, when the grapes fall <laughs> from the sky. Well, no, even, like, the queen, he was like, she was like, have you ever had that instant brain freeze feeling when you eat something too cold? He's like, <laughs> not, not me. <laughs> the grapes are falling from the sky and they land on his plate, and he does the funniest move. He goes like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like it rained down. It's just all too much. So I don't remember. Oh, even when she's doing the toast and she like freaking breaks a glass. Yeah, like, ridiculous. Yeah, this is a lot. I think the last straw is she dropped the grape on the floor because her grandma is like use your fork to cut the grape okay that's weird don't use your hands right the grape falls and she goes under the table the people trip over her people are falling everywhere right and i i don't remember 
like what happened in the end, but something fell on somebody, but the Asian guy thought it was funny. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a tornado. It was the grapes, disaster. right? Yeah. Yes, it was the grapes. Yeah, it's a mess. Um, but but yeah, when when once the once the old Asian dude starts laughing, everybody starts laughing, and then like, okay, I guess this isn't the party ruiner. We can all continue on with our night. Um, and so the next day, Grandma's like, "Well, that was um that was a disaster, but everybody thought it was fun, funny at the very least." So she said some story about how she tripped over a roast pig or something. I don't remember. <laughs> she, like speared the roast pig with like a um, was it like a saber or something? Yeah, I think yes, so. With like a sword okay <laughs> <laughs> sure so grandma says that lessons are canceled for today uh because that was so so difficult the other night and we're gonna go have some real san francisco fun so they go out they uh fix up mia's car to the best of their ability and drive it out to like the pier and uh, go to an arcade and have a hot dog stuff which is yeah. so sad because you guys know that that arcade like Luis and i went there on our first date oh. that arcade is in the movie it burned wait I think it might have down. It burned down. Oh. I remember like I have a picture of Luis standing right outside of it on my phone. It's the first picture I have of Luis. I think I think so Ems is just relaying something that I told her. It's true. So I have a feeling it might be, but I don't remember which pier it was. I think it was last year or this year. It was like, recent. like recently. Oh. There was a, a big old pier, or like you know, pier one through forty or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. One of those warehouse buildings was on fire. Oh, I don't know if it's that one. So fact check, peeps. The arm wrestling machine is gone. Hopefully not, but <laughs> that's sad. Yeah, so they they go out there. They have um, they have some fun. Eat a corn dog. They eat a corn dog. Uh, uh, the queen lies and says that it's delicious. Um, <laughs> Excuse you. She didn't lie. She didn't. So she did not like it. I, that's what I'm saying. She I, did like it. She says. She says. Oh my god, that's so good. Yeah, then, she meant it. And then Mia says, "Oh, good. Let's go get another one." And then Grandma goes. Ugh. No, she makes that face like we're gonna get another one. I think she did like it, babe. I think she liked it. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying. I wanted a hot dog and the, or a hot right. I wanted a corn dog, dog as well. She did like the corn dog. I think she was just surprised they were going to get another one. Mm. And it's funny because I will not eat corn dogs anywhere, but y'all know you go into Disney, Ooh. and I will be getting the red cart corn dog. Yeah, gotta get that little red wagon corn dog all up in my belly. Nobody cares about dog. no okay. corn dog castle corn dog. Get out of here. Hashtag always snacking. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all can find me. The, the little red wagon corn dog is better than corn dog <laughs> Um. So while they're on the pier, uh, Grandma tells uh, Mia a little bit more about her father and like how he had always wanted to be the prince, except for you know one, one time, like twenty years ago, when he came over here and fell in love and and uh, had a, had a child, which is you. Um, but then he realized how much he he loves his country and he loves his people and and what he's willing to devote to them. So he, he, he dipped out on that kid and <laughs> headed back to Genovia. Because sound like she was willing to go do that at all. So. Right. She, she also didn't want to. Because when you, when you hear of it, I don't know, I guess like pre-parenthood, I would have been like, okay, I totally get that. But mm-hmm. then like when that whole story was happening, Luis and I kept looking at each other and we were like, hold on, that's just weird. So he Which, didn't bring her with him? And- yeah, like, it's so, weird. So, I mean, I guess I get it that, like, the mom was like, no, I want full custody. She's right. staying here. I get that part of it. But when you hear the story from her, the grandma's side, it's kind of like. Okay. So he just gave so, her up entirely, huh? He abandoned her? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like starving artist? Right. And, like, I understand him not being able to bring Mia to Genovia or whatever because of the mom. But yeah. I mean, the, the being the prince of a country, I don't ever know if it precludes him from ever visiting America, you know, like at least once or I twice a year. I think they were like, Come oh, well, you're trying to protect you. I don't know. Some BS that they try to protect you from fun, protect you from fatherhood, <laughs> protect you protect from, from a well-rounded childhood. They always anyway. try to do that in movies. You know what I mean? Oh, they were trying to protect you. Whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder um, how many real lies like that are out there. Like, I was trying to protect. No, stupid. You were trying to protect. <laughs> well, you hurt me. I hope you're. I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy. Um. So they continue on. 
on their their fun day they try driving up a hill mm. in in the 65 mustang uh parking brake just pops right on out of that sucker Mm-mm. and they fall backwards into the trolley into a trolley train and everybody on the trolley is very upset <laughs> including the conductor probably one of the funniest scenes in the movie because i in my head was like how are they going to get out of this like this is <laughs> this is like if it was real life, you'd be in so much trouble. Right. Oh, he was yeah. about to be arrested. For, she didn't even have her license. Yes, driving like, underage without a license. And then also the queen doesn't have a license because the adult she's in the passenger seat <laughs> has an expired license of 45 years. Or yes. So. <laughs> it's, it's, but a, it's a good moment. License is never expired. For the queen. For the queen. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what she well, said. She's all for the queen. <laughs> Nothing in her life ever expires. Um, so, uh, she, the queen improvises hardcore and oh she's God. like, and Julie Hey, Andrews style. Hey, uh, instead of, you know, taking her down to jail, how about I just knight you two dudes? So she knights the, the cop and the trolley car driver <laughs> as, um, what is it called? Order of the Rose. The Order of the Rose. Oh, the Genovian shoot. Order of the Rose. And the cops are like, wow, thanks a lot. I've never been a knight before. This is awesome. You guys can go ahead go ahead and leave. <laughs> and then I think he drives so them home. It's yeah, such a good BSing scene. Like, you yeah. could just, you could, I mean, as a passerby, you might be like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. But, like, it was so... It was so good, the amount of BSing that was happening. It was fantastic. She knights them with the broken parking brake. It's, it's a whole whole fun thing. Ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's my umbrella. And she's like, oh, no, that one, too. <laughs> um, so then we get to the, um, the beach party scene. Uh, so Mia's going, going out on a date with, with Brink. And, uh, Brink. And they're partying on the beach. They're, they're riding on a boat. And uh, Mandy Moore is, is singing. Uh, on stage because because why not stupid cupid <laughs> yes yeah, stupid cupid so ridiculous yes it's, it's, it's very fun um but while they're there uh, a press helicopter shows up and is like hey mia we found you at the beach yeah, yeah, sing a song oh do a dance blah, 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 blah. the and, press suck in this movie and uh brink he 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 seems like he's a good guy and he runs her off into um into like a shack where they can hide away from the press and mm-hmm. in there he tries to plant a kiss on her and she she explained to her mom earlier that she really wanted her first kiss to be very romantic and special and that she wanted her foot to pop oh it's so like cute in the, in the disney movies um when when she gets a I kiss thought that, i thought that part was like pretty <laughs> that's probably the most i've I, in my opinion i've seen her as a child as a young as a kid adolescent that yeah part. yeah she's Her, a kid no, she seemed to me like she was maybe um first year in college or something you know well, yeah. she was mature for her age but yeah that was very like oh yeah it's a very a very naive uh <laughs> and romanticized view of of her first kiss for sure so brink goes in for the kiss and her her leg is about to pop but it's caught in a net and so she like stops the whole thing and then uh, he asked for a foot massage Ew, it was so gross <laughs> um but then they they kind of ride out the 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 storm and assume that the press is all gone Brink walks her out of the shack, and then the press all show up. They are, they're all hiding in the bushes or whatever, and they're like, hey, hey, lay a kiss on her. Lay, lay a big fat one on her. And Brink, he, 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 uh, grabs he does her. It. Yeah, he grabs her and then sexually assaults her, and, uh, <laughs> and they get Basically. it all on camera. Um, it's pretty awful. So Mia has to run away, and on her run away, she meets up with Mandy Moore, who is also pretending to be a good person. She's like, "Oh, oh, Mia, come, come over here. We, we found your clothes. You can change in this in this stall right here." And so she goes in there, she changes, and while she's changing, the press shows up again, and then they knock down this entire uh, changing room structure, and she's buck naked in there, and the press is all taking pictures. If it wasn't for that gym teacher who always has her whistle, right? The gym teacher saved her with the whistle. Um, but also, like, this is like really gross, you know. It was like, she's, bad. She's 16 years old, and all the presidents are taking pictures of her while she's getting naked. Calm down, you nasties. Goodness gracious. It was so bad. And then at the same time, Michael's not talking to her because she canceled her date at oh. Oh, <laughs> sad ukulele. Song. <laughs> and she couldn't get to Lily's show because she's stuck there. Right. So yeah. bad. So, it was, so don't act like she meant to be there. She's right. 
true. She she ditched her real friends for her fake friends, and the fake friends very much let her down. Mm-hmm. So much so that um she she has to recuse herself from the princess ship entirely. She's like, I can't do this. This oh yeah, grandma much. is like you on the front page with two pictures. Like this is pretty mm-mm. embarrassing for the entire family and the entire country of Genovia. So so we're gonna go ahead and let I... you deny being the princess. And uh, she's like, okay, I guess so. But you can still go to the ball, um, and you can bring your friends, just not those friends. You can't bring Brink, and you can't bring Mandy Moore. They suck. Yeah, but, but then Joe sticks up to her, for her, and it's like you're being kind of mean, like her friends. I like Joe. Right. And then Joe starts hitting on the queen. He's like, hey, you trying to dance, girl? What's up? And then they, they was waltzing around. They was oh, hitting. yeah. They for sure got some stuff going on. <laughs> her and the head they of security. Wait till that queen retires. They're going to be. He's like, I watch you. I know you, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I see you. All right. When I drop you off in the limo. I always feel like. <laughs> Watching me. And I got no privacy. Um, so. Now that, that Mia is like basically given up on being a princess, she starts telling people, she tells Lily, and Lily's like, well, but, but, but no, you should be a princess. Even though I was very mean to you about all of that, I think you should, you should do it because you're, She's just jealous. You know? you're smart and you're, you're good at what you do, so you would be a good leader because you're, um, you know, you'd listen to the people and, and whatnot. You'd be able to use your power for good, basically. And um, so Mia kind of takes that to heart, and she kind of reconsiders. She then goes and apologizes to Michael by buying him a pizza with M and M's on it, which he is loves M and M's. Worst pizza ever. Yeah, get a get out of here, and Michael. Grandma gives her a, um, a locket. Oh, she got the no, locket. No, she earlier. gives her the book. The book from her father. The diary. Yes, the, the the princess diary, the 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 titular princess diaries. Yeah, that one. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, she gets this book and paired with the locket that her grandma gave her, it, it opens the book and that reveals that her father has written her a letter. I don't know how long ago he wrote this thing, if it was right before he died or if it was, you know, when he abandoned her when she was three or whatever. Um, but, uh, but in the letter, he basically goes like, hey, Mia, just so you know, I know I never talked to you or anything, but I totally love you and I love your mom and, and um, I want you to, to be the best version of yourself. And if that means you being a princess or, or whatever. Do well, what and, gram- do. and the grandma is so clever too because she knows she's renouncing her princess title at this point but grandma's like oh but you need to like formally announce it and i think that was her way of being like let's give her another day to think about if she actually wants to do it or not and then i'm gonna make her do this speech and then she's probably gonna be like i want to be a princess you know like that's how i kind of took it as because she definitely could have done that speech herself you know what i mean right but at this point mia's done she's like gonna run away but then she she reads that letter from her father and is like, nah, I'm going to do this thing. I'm in it to win it. The, the princess ship. Is that what it's called? The princess dumb. The princess dumb. The princess dumb. <laughs> um, so uh, on her way to go to the ball, instead of running away, she, she's, she's not dressed. Um, it starts pouring rain. And she Oh, it was like making me uncomfortable when she was like driving in the rain with the top down on her car. I was like, Your car is toast. She tries to get in her toast. Mustang, which she can't put the top down on. So she's driving out wet in the rain, just mm-hmm. getting being a mess. And uh and then and then the Mustang breaks down in the middle of the street. Need a new car. Girl. Uh yeah. So Joe, he comes and rescues her. <laughs> I think I was the- <laughs> <laughs> what was the song that played there? <laughs> I don't remember. Some kind of savior song. Um, Joe shows up. He rescues her. Um, name that one. Pomp and circumstance. Pomp and circumstance. Pomp and circumstance. That's it. And so he's able to to whisk her off to the ball, um, where they're all waiting for her. Basically. Yeah, her friends are there too. Her friends are showed up, but and then Michael receives his pizza with the M&Ms on it and says, I'm sorry. Or so whatever. gross. And I'm sure he takes a big sloppy bite of a cheese. And, pizza. and then he, he, he gets on his suit and goes to the ball as well. He meets her there. He has time to change. She does not. Uh, she gets to the ball. She's sopping wet and she walks in and it's her time to give her speech denouncing her, her, her princess dumb. Um, but instead she feels full of inspiration. So she gives a really good speech about how, she wasn't sure what she wanted at first, but now she's sure and she is accepting the role title of Princess of Genovia. She makes a good speech. Yeah, she does make a good speech mm-hmm. for once. Um, 
The queen gives her uh, her old tiara, the one that she wore when she became princess. And um, then she finally gets to put on a dress. And, and Dude, the best part, though, dryer. was when the people who were going to take uh, the throne and when they find out they didn't, they left and and the dude like stole a vase off the table. <laughs> He's like, "Well, guess we're not gonna be the king and queen of Genovia. So I'm gonna just take this." And, uh, well, it's funny because like I don't know what that lady's called, like her advisor, maybe like her royal advisor. Oh, oh yeah, right, right, yeah. yeah. And like Charlotte's always like doing stuff for her, but she's not like a maid. She's like her. She's like her personal assistant, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. But she's like, she's like on it, and she like runs over there and gets it back. <laughs> <laughs> so freaking funny. I know we were gonna try to swipe it. It's so mm-hmm. funny. Swipe or no swiping. Um so uh, she finally gets dressed up. Yeah, actually. she finally gets dressed up. She's wearing her, her her princess outfit. This is the first time she's looked like a real princess and then the whole movie. Um she finds Michael in the crowd, they start waltzing it up, and then um they make their way out into the garden and uh and Michael lays a big fat kiss on her and that foot pops and it pops so much so that she hits a switch. <laughs> <laughs> that turns on all the garden lights and the fountains, and it's all beautiful yeah, and pretty not? out there. I thought it was gonna like break a like a circuit breaker or something. Yeah, I don't know why this switch wasn't turned on before the party started, you know. But uh, I'm glad she popped it because it looked cool. Um, garden goals for sure. <laughs> yeah. So then, then they they party for the for the rest of the the evening, and and now she is a, the princess of Genovia. Um, so the epilogue basically is that she is gonna go live there. Um, she's bringing her mom. She's bringing Fat Louie, her cat. And um, <laughs> wait, what'd you say? Going for the summer, right? Yeah. Oh, she's going for the summer. I, I, I thought that she was going to go live there. I thought she was going for the summer. But, uh, but okay, yeah, for the summer. Um, and then, um, you know, she's leaving Michael behind. You know, she had her one kiss. That's all she needed from him. And, uh, and that's it. That's, that's basically the end of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, the other notes I have here is just about freedom. Um, Whitney Houston being a producer and uh I wonder there was a lot of scenes there. Yes. Oh, in the DVD documentary, they they call Anne Hathaway the modern day Aubrey Hepburn. Hepburn. Audrey. Audrey. There might be a lot of her, but it's a tall stack right there. Right. But I mean it's it's not it's not completely inaccurate. I think I think Anne Hathaway is is, is really good. The, uh, our dog, I, I keep looking down, guys, because our dog is <gasps> sucked a giant hole in Andre's shirt. You should show the listeners. They can't really see <laughs> where, what the? My, where my, my belly used to be. So I guess I don't need to wear this shirt anymore. I keep looking down because we're trying to, like, contain our dog. He gets like this sometimes where he's just wild. He just got anxiety. We call him a sucky boy, and uh, he, he gets very attached to Andre right now. And that's what happened to yeah. his shirt. <laughs> Hooray for anxiety. Hooray. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's let's uh, let's find out some money information on this bad boy. What do you say? Doot, 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 doot. Yeah, I think so. He's leaving now, Dougie. Dougie, um, go. So this movie had a budget of twenty-six million dollars in the United States, and it ended up with a worldwide box office of, show me the money. Oh, hey, guys, up here. Excuse me. No, it's not there. You always do that. I know. I'm going, I, I, I was looking for more details, but it's all confusing on this Wikipedia article. They ended up with a worldwide box office of $165.3 million. So this was a this was a success for sure, for sure for for, for Disney for sure for sure. But on the other hand, on Rotten Tomatoes, this movie only has a forty eight percent on the tomato meter. Really? Yes. Wait, really? Yes. The critics' consensus is, I know it's kind of weird. That's kind of very weird. The consensus is a charming if familiar makeover movie for young teenage girls. That's. that's I mean, yeah, says. but it's still better than a forty eight percent. Right. You know, it's better than a lot of those uh, young makeup movies for teenage girls. I, I know Lindsay Lohan had one of these, and huh. uh, that wasn't good. <laughs> you know, the audience score is um, 68%. Mm. 
Um, let's read one of these nasty reviews. It just says, screenwriter Gina Wincos, working from Meg Cabo's novel, resorts to monotonous movie cliches, almost uniformly cruel classmates, and a callous, cacophonous mob of media jackals. So I, I, think, I think most people's problems with this movie were over, like, the dialogue, which is interesting because it didn't, it didn't feel um, super cliche to me. I mean, I'm sure there were, there, were, there were some in there, but it didn't feel like it was the, the overriding... Uh, concept of the movie you know yeah. it felt fun to me i liked it i liked the movie too yeah so should we rate this puppy sure. let's do it luis what are you gonna give this movie Seventy-eight thousand. Seventy-eight thousand out of 10 that's pretty pretty good <laughs> no, i'll give it about a i'll give it an eight i enjoyed it a lot okay um there really wasn't much anything bad except the late '90s, early 2000s isms. Right. Shut Just, up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Pretty good. But I loved it, so can't complain. Emily. Um, I realize that we're not comparing it with the second movie, but I don't like the like me like. I will agree with the critics that like the mean girl characters are like over the top. Like the bad guys in this are like ridiculously over the top. And in the second movie, it's more like over, I mean, covert, like it's less. A bit more subtle. You know, you want to watch it now. So um, I think that's why I might've liked the second one a little bit better just cause it was less like, (laughs) Um, but I will say that I will give this a, I'll give this an eight too. It was good. The nineties, the two, early 2000-isms are pretty rough, but in general, I can look back and be like, that's exactly what was happening at that point. So right. it's, it's yeah. true the time period. Yeah. I am also going to give this movie an eight. Hmm. Um, it holds up from when I saw it when I was a child. I still really like it. It's fun. It's kind of like a, cult classic favorite especially because it has julie andrews in it like people love this movie um it's fun it's and it's still really fun so i'm gonna give it an eight it was very cute andre i am going to agree with all of you and also give this movie an eight clean sweep clean sweep i think that um anne hathaway like once again she she really stands out in this movie she's a she's a she's a breakout star um this is her first her first film uh, ever was and- it Yes, she was on. A, she was on a TV show before, before this. But other than that, the, this is her first movie, um, and it, it 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 doesn't show. You know, she's 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 very good in this. Um, and I think her teamed up with Julie Andrews. They're they're a dynamite force, and uh, I almost wonder if they should be in something again. You know, <laughs> that would be that would be fun for a little reunion. Um, I think that the humor is good. Princess Diaries three. Oh, there you go, even better. <laughs> um, the hum- the humor is really good. I like uh, all the the background characters and uh, yeah, yeah background this- characters like besides the the meanies definitely right. did this this movie. They were cute. Joe. Yes, Joe. Joe's Joe's out here killing it. Um, so yeah, eight point oh for me three. Very good. You know, it's interesting that you made a comment because you just made a comment. You said Lindsay Lohan did one of these movies, but it wasn't as good. Mm-hmm. And guess what movie we're doing next? Ah, uh, yes. Our <laughs> next film uh, will be The Parent Trap. No. No, that's not it. What did I say? <laughs> Freaky Friday. That's, that's the other Lindsay Lohan movie. Freaky Friday is our next movie. <laughs> Yes, we already, we did, already the did, did the parent trap. Bad. We're doing Freaky Friday, and I was like, "Does he? Is that the movie he's talking about?" Like, no, no, okay. I, I, it was some like confessions of a teenage whatever or whatever. Oh. No, Freaky Friday, I I like, I remember liking um, confessions of a teenage drama queen. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't good. Yeah, that was bad. Um, yeah, so we're doing a Lindsay Lohan movie next. This one, is- another dynamic duo, but Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. That's yeah. right. Get your activia on, guys, because we're watching a Jamie Lee Curtis movie. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. react to that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I giggle. <laughs> yeah. So join us next week for the 2003 yeah, film Freaky Friday. <laughs> um, Olivia. 
<laughs> in the meantime, if you want to keep up with us, you can hit us up on social media. We are at the Walt Vault Pod. Um, everywhere that you get uh, get uh, your social media, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, you can find us uh, on all podcast platforms. We're on uh, uh, Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on all kinds of all the things. Teams. All the things. We're on YouTube. Leave a comment. Hit subscribe. Let us know what you think of um, the Princess Diaries and Anne Hathaway and Julie Andrews and all of them peeps. And all the things. All the things. If you want to help support us, you can hit up our bonfire store. We are selling merch. We got shirts. You can be always snacking. You can have Luis's face. Okay. Face before bay. Okay. Face before bay. You can apper. And you can check out our brand new logo, um, which looks pretty sick on clothes. It looks so good. When it's exactly. printed, it is I so I know. Cool. Yeah. And, and all really the merch nice. is so stuff. I'm so I'm think I'm gonna get that. I'm trying yeah. to get a whole bunch more stuff. Honestly, yeah, me too. For, for uh, myself. Um yeah, so go there. That helps us uh help support. You can also support us by going to patreon.com slash the waltz vault. We put up extra content there. I put up my notes for each of these movies. We do uh, uh, an extra podcast called the Crack in the Vault every once in a while. Um go there, check it out. It's only a dollar. And that really helps us keep the lights on here in this dark, dark vault. Um, we hope you all are staying safe and that nobody that you know is sick or struggling right. because, as you can tell, we're Zooming again this oh, week. That's and, right. Um, it's just because life keeps changing and we have to do what we have to do to keep each other healthy. So we hope you're doing the same with you guys. Exactly. Yeah, we need to bring them some microphones. For Stay their safe out there. Yeah, yeah. We, I should... Uh, Hook y'all up. Actually. Every week changes, y'all. But yes, please do what you're supposed to do so that we may return to Disney goodness one day. Yes, and please bear with us as we, uh, you know, continue to adapt and evolve uh, as, as we go forward. But in the meantime, um, that's been oh, it no. for the, us here. The I, sucky dog is coming! He is licking my back. Goodness ah! gracious. All right, all right. You guys, it's time to end this. Uh, <laughs> I gotta go. Um, all right. Uh, th that's been it for, for now. Uh, join us next week for some Freaky Friday goodness. The Vault is now closed. <laughs>